2017, a year when a general malaise seemed to settle over these United States. A year where the headlines were highlighted by far too many mass shootings, natural disasters, and a government that is completely broken down. A year where sexual harassment and downright sexual assault stories took center stage and exposed a societal failure that seemed to infect every industry across the American landscape. The year closed out not with the excitement of the new possibilities another year brings, but a trepidation that 2018 would provide no more light at the end of the tunnel than 2017 had. While the history books will probably not be complimentary to the year that was 2017, it only takes a little individual reflection to realize that with every mass shooting, every natural disaster, and every failure of our government, from the ashes of negativity rise stories of heroes that step up in these times of confusion, that extend their hand to their fellow American, and inspire us all to rise above the chaos and find our own way to contribute to the well-being of our fellow man. Today on Frisky Discs, we'll commemorate and celebrate a year that many wish to forget in our maximum faves of 2017. Call back! Welcome to Frisky Discs, the maximum faves episode of 2017. I am your host, Kelly. I'm Tim. Fancy. Matt. Obviously, this will hopefully be the last fill-in episode that we do. Uh, it is starting to warm up, and I am desperate to go disc golf some more and bring that to you guys, but we're trying to fill up that content. The number one thing about a podcast is consistently publishing info, episodes. I can't make words. <laughs> so, fact. I mean, yeah, that's actually like the number opinion, one thing about a podcast is consistency and in um, uploading. And that's why you guys listen, so you can hear us talk about our marketing strategies. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Uh, But we do have a little disc golf to talk about. Uh, Kelly and I went out, what, two Sundays ago? Yeah. Because the attempts weren't too bad. I've actually been about four times so far this year. So how'd it feel, Kelly? Get back out there. It was good. I am really rusty, which is not surprising over this winter season. It was pretty fun, though, and... We've talked about in the past, like, we feel like we're starting fresh every spring. Did you feel that way the other day, or did you feel like it was just, you were, you just need to warm up a little more, or do you feel like you're restarting? I think it's more of a warm-up that's necessary than it's restarting for me nowadays, because we consistently went out all of last year. Yeah, and I would feel, I feel pretty much the same way. Uh, I went, actually, yesterday, because it was really nice weather, and these guys were stuck at work. I probably should have been there too, but sorry, it was nice weather, so I was disc golfing. Better not let your boss hear that. I, yeah, I know, right? She'll ream me. <laughs> but uh, the Sunday before, I had actually been practicing putting. I had planned to go disc golf. Things didn't quite work out. It helped. I had some really great putts yesterday when I was playing. I had one drive that I, when I released, I was like, oh, that is that was perfect. And then the wind caught it, and that was disappointing, but... I think we're going to have a pretty interesting season this year. Season of improvement, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> season of improvement. So what are maximum faves? It is something that we stole from a zine from 1994. If you listen to our previous episode, you'll have a bit more clue what we're talking about. But it is the favorite things that we experienced, media we consumed, places we went, people we saw. For the year of 2017. All right. And we've got some categories. We'll start now with movies of 2017. Uh, Actually, we should probably outline some of it. 
So for some of the categories, we maybe didn't view or enjoy something necessarily from 2017, but if you consumed or experienced it in 2017, that still counts. Though, if you come down to kind of a tie situation between, say, something that was released in 2017 versus something that was released in 2014, you were supposed to give the nod to the thing released in 2017. So let's start with our favorite movies of 2017. Would you like to roll it out, Kelly? Yeah, I actually went to a lot of movies in 2017, just because that's a hobby of mine, it seems, nowadays. Um, I actually have two favorites that are completely separate genres from each other. First top favorite would be Coco, the Pixar movie. Just a beautiful film. Very nihilistic, so not something you really expect out of a children's film. And my other favorite film was The Disaster Artist, which is about the making of The Room, which is also a really just excellent movie. Has anybody seen those movies? I haven't, but I listened to How Did This Get Made, and I know those guys were on there, and apparently kind of fairly contributed to the the movie even being made. The um, disaster artist? Yeah, they were one of the people that kind of early on said, man, this movie's terrible, but it's worth watching because it's so terrible. Yep, that is the, like, whole gist of that film. Well, that movie, the... The Disaster Artist movie, because we're talking about two movies. I also watched The Room in 2017, but since it's older than that, it's not in my maximum faves, nor is it and would should be. It is a garbage movie that you should enjoy with a lot of friends. And substances. Yeah. <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got caught off, so I got caught off track there. Um... I would have to say 2017, I did also watch a lot of movies. Most of mine are sci-fi related because I watch a lot of sci-fi movies. As far as picking my favorite, I really enjoyed the movie Logan. Oh, right on. I heard good things about it. Was that 2017? Yeah. Yeah, it was. I did not see Uh, that one. That is not necessarily uh, part of the competition, Kelly. Yeah, I know. I was curious. Not 2017. That was more of a curiosity because I didn't see it. So what did you, why did you like it more than the other films you saw? I feel like they did a good future Marvel movie. Like, they grasped the idea of what Logan should be in the end. Right. Gotcha. Because I, in 2017, I read the origin one, and I thought that was just god-awful. Mm-hmm. Not the movie, the actual comic book, and it was terrible, and I was disappointed after purchasing it, honestly. But I'm not much of a Wolverine fan, so maybe it's not for me. And they did, well, I also enjoyed the the... The introduction they gave to X-23 in the movie. Right. Fancy, you got anything for us or you mean to go? Well, obviously, my favorite movie was The Passion of the Christ. about our <laughs> Lord and Savior. It's her favorite every year. Every year. Until they every make year. a sequel to The Passion of the Christ. It's going to be The Passion of the Christ. Uh, my choice, actually, I thought it was a 2016 movie. And when I looked it up, I was like, well, that's great that it's 2017. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I know it sounds stupid, but I don't get into movies very often at all. Like, I'll see them, they're good, that's great, but I don't get, like, fanboyish about it. That movie, I did. I mean, from the first 20 seconds into the movie, I was like, oh crap, I like this already. I usually, anytime I watch a movie, I'm doing something else while I watch the movie, not this time. His work computer wallpaper may or may not be from <laughs> Gardens of the Galaxy. Maybe, yeah. And I may or may not have gone back and almost 
bought every trade paperback related to Guardians of the Galaxy also. Yeah, I mean... really a fanboy. It was a real conversion, I guess. And my brother and I, it was a separate conversation. had nothing to do with this podcast, but he had mentioned that he had finally seen it. He preferred number one. I actually got both for Christmas, and I mean, I understand why people preferred number one, but man, I don't know. That second one, Yondu's, like, funeral... Oh, yeah. yeah, so good. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, well, it's 2018. If you haven't seen it by now, you weren't that interested. That, Kurt Russell, was pretty amazing in it as Ego. If you had told me 10 years ago I'd watch a movie where Ego was the main villain and it would actually be good, I would have laughed in your your face. I, there's no way that character is just terrible. But for that movie, it really worked. Second category, Album of the Year. The photo album my mom created. No, actually, <laughs> my my album of the year would have to be Bleacher's Gone Now, which is a like indie alt rock band led by one of the guitarists from Thunds, Jack Antonoff. I'm sure I butchered his name, but that's okay because we have so many listeners that they won't even notice. <laughs> Just a really, I enjoyed the album. A lot of good songs. I don't know. How do you review an album? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, do you think going to see them live fed into that at all? Um, it definitely, the album came out like a week or two before I saw them live. Right. So that definitely like helped hype it up for me. Yeah. I mean, if you've listened to yeah. our previous episodes, Kelly has discussed that show. So yep. anybody got an album? Strill and John's greatest hits, always. <laughs> oh, classic album. <laughs> Got anything, Matt, or you want me to go ahead? Go ahead. I'm... All right. Wait a minute. <laughs> I hear Matt humming all day, every day. You're telling me that's not, like there's not even any music that came out that you like? Not a particular album. I'm actually checking. I, I really found a group, actually, that I enjoyed, and I don't know that they've released an album in 2017. I know they're releasing an album this year, and it's an acapella group called Pentatonics. Mm-hmm. I know they did a Christmas album a while back, but... What makes you like this band? I just... Okay, honest to God. I love acapella music. I feel like it takes more work than auto-tuning. Oh, well, yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> it is your secret uh, goal to join an acapella group. So no. We can help you make that happen. I mean, I, we, hey, I tried to talk him into starting up a Boys to Men tribute band, and nobody took me up on the offer, so... I almost took you up on the offer when you also said you too with it. So uh, I mean, holiday 2016 is essentially 2017, so I think it counts. Somewhat, yeah, it kind of counts. But again, we kind of already made the rule that it would count no matter yeah. what year it was released. So that is why I have chosen Sir Sebastian Bach. <laughs> Johann Sebastian Bach. No, not Johann Sebastian Bach. Sebastian Bach from Skid Row. Oh, all right. Yeah, fine. no, absolutely not, no. Alright, so if you had told me I was going to choose this album at the beginning of 2017, I would have told you you were a moron. But I am. Yeah, but now I would agree in your stance if you also believe that U2 Songs of Experience was the <laughs> album of the year. <laughs> if you guys weren't aware, we all work together and we have been... Forced to listen to YouTube pretty much all of 2016. Not all of 2017. It was about midway 2017. We're all forced to listen to whatever Tim picks. <laughs> I am not forced oh, yeah, to you're listen. You're off humming. Yeah, Matt I'm off humming in my own office. Matt's in a separate office that he doesn't have to hear what I listen to. 
again, it, it just happened. I don't know how I became a YouTube fan. Well, I know how, but I don't want to talk about it too much. I don't know how. But this album itself, it's it's almost like U2 has made a greatest hits album, not of U2 songs, but of other band songs. <laughs> they run through different genres, and actually my only complaint is there's a little auto-tuning in a couple of the tracks, but that was from uh, Kendrick Lamar. I don't know. If you like U2, you should love this album. If you don't like U2, well, then you're wrong. <laughs> up fancy you guys fill in on this one huh? book of the year well obviously i'm gonna go with the bible <laughs> it is the good book for a good reason oh uh apocryphal chapters involved or the edited version the king james edited cut that shit off <laughs> keep it concise you have a specific book in the bible yeah what's your favorite one judges sure Esther. Is Esther? Um, no. I don't know. Well, it's like I think a, it's a character. I'm not sure if it's. No, no Esther's a book, it's, but it's not like it's in the, the Bible. ones I mentioned. Yeah, the cut ones. I don't really appreciate your speech. Well, get better at religion. We're gonna double check that. Uh, Matt, got anything on the book front? I actually, so I don't read a whole lot of books. I do listen to a lot of audiobooks, and last year I finished reading, listening to Ready Player One at least twice. Kelly, do you have any thoughts on Ready Player One? Um, from my understanding, Ready Player One is super pandering to the nerd community. It is super pandering to the 80s nerd community. Because isn't there a chunk that he's like, I've gotten to my DeLorean, and I'm like, really? Why? No, you may be basing that entirely off of the trailers you've seen. For no, the no, this was text that my boyfriend read to me from a copy he borrowed from the, his friend online. Ah, uh, there might be a line like that, but yeah, yeah. it's. I mean, if you're an '80s nerd, you'll love it. If you're a nerd in general, you'll love it. I don't see an issue with that. No, nothing wrong with you. <laughs> oh, now you don't see yeah, a problem. Now there's no problem. <laughs> Having the wrong opinion. <laughs> Nice. Uh, actually, I, I didn't have a particular pick in this genre because I didn't read anything from 2017. I promise you that. I picked up a lot of old sci-fi books from secondhand stores, and it was like trying out different sci-fi authors, and all of those were kind of a letdown. I went down, back and did some Philip K. Dick and kind of realized now that maybe he only wrote a couple good things and not everything was good. Actually, I shouldn't rephrase it. He wrote a couple good things. Everything else is kind of terrible, actually. So it's kind of funny to watch everybody jump on his works and try and turn them into TV shows Maybe and movies. Because that on seems his dick. <laughs> Jump, <laughs> Jumping on that dick. <laughs> <laughs> Out of everything I read, probably the Cerebus comics. But that was, again, kind of rereading for me. But I really do enjoy that comic book series. So it's worth checking out. Wasn't there a Halo book you really liked that you read? Like, you surprisingly enjoyed? It was... Early well, was I, I think I've read... in 2016. Yeah, it probably was. I There's good odds that I read a Halo book in 2017, because I own all of them now, I think. <laughs> I may be short, like, one or two. But again, none of them that stood out much. And really, the book's just more like, oh, I need to go back and play some Halo, so... Good right. advertisement, like their purpose. Yeah, basically, yeah. Get you involved in that expanded universe so you can go back and see those little Easter eggs in the game they throw in for you. Hooray. 
Now, I really enjoyed the book Turtles All the Way Down by John Green. I'm a little bit pandering towards John Green, and I know that. But um, I'm going to be honest, I hadn't read a lot of books in 2017. That's like one of my goals this year, to read more, because I'm kind of garbage at reading. But it's one of the... That's you, pretty pretty standard New Year's resolution, isn't it? I'm going to read some more books. More than like four. I I'm think gonna, I can do that. I'm going to turn the TV off more and read. I think the only other books I read in 2017 were the first like five series of Unfortunate Event books, and that was rereading them. So, right. yeah, I enjoyed it. It's about um, a girl's struggle with her mental health, and it's just really well done. So it's not about a guy on the toilet that finally gets to poop. Nope. After no, he's been turtling for several hours. <laughs> All the way down. Blue turtling. Oh. Man, we're flying through these. Yeah, we're full <laughs> uh, Wild card pick of the year. So it can be anything. Wild card. Wild card. Wild card. <laughs> I mean, this category is obviously the wild card category. What do we got, everybody? My wild card for the Frisky Discs maximum phase of twin faves of 2017 will definitely be the creation of the Frisky Discs podcast. <laughs> Good pick! Oh crap! I forgot that. Happened. <laughs> Same Last one year. of us even thought of that. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, it started. I don't know if we ever mentioned how this started, but it started of us. Thinking that we were hilarious when we sat at picnic tables while we were disc golfing. And it just kind of evolved, possibly devolved, into this lovely content you are listening to right now. We don't really know anything about disc golf. We're not very good, but who cares? We know how to throw discs somewhere near a basket after a while. And it forces us not to talk about work, which is actually a really nice... Yeah, it's a positive for sure. ...thing to not have to do. There's times our disc golfing devolved into just pure negativity, so... That's that's always good. (laughs) No, they didn't. Hey, work! (laughs) Hit a tree again! (laughs) You know that. That one almost tipped over. Uh, I chose the Iowa Wild. Uh, They ended 2017... Yeah, I mean, if you don't know hockey, their seasons are split. So they'll do 27-18, 2016-2017. Uh, so last season ended with them really close to playoffs. Uh, essentially at the trade deadline, a lot of prospects got taken away from us. There was no hope after that. Uh, and then they started strong at the beginning of this season, and it's looking good so far. But we'll just have to wait till next year's best of to find out if they actually made the playoffs or not. Well, my highlight of the year is buying a new home. Uh, my first home out of an apartment. It's a lot of pluses, but one of them is I no longer have my apartment management threatening to check my dog's poop <laughs> DNA to find me. So that's good. That's good. No, no more poop police. No more children running in the hallways. That's it. That's yeah. it. <laughs> no. are interested in it. It's called poop prints, and it's a real thing. Going from apartment living to house living is a real... Ah, oh, man, it's a... Thank God, no more neighbors. It's weird. Yeah, it is. Going back to apartment all around all the time. Yeah, it is. It honestly, it somewhat seems inhumane to pack people into such a small space together, and it's like you're asking for trouble. But what are you gonna do? Is this a comment on our jails? No, I think it's a comment yes, on apartments. That's where we're leading. I mean, we could talk about how the jails. The <laughs> yeah, I've been very passionate about that this year. We could get started on that. <laughs> But then this episode will be four hours long, and nobody wants that. And now I feel bad that I moved out of a townhouse into an apartment. Uh, yeah, I bet. too suck. <laughs> well, when the townhouse is getting sold out from under you, you kind of have no choice. You, you know were that. 
You had anything right. rent, so you could have stayed. Did you sign a lease? Because I don't know that. I did. All right, you had some rights. You're up, Matt. Wild card of the year. My wild card for this year. God. Yep, that's it. It's God. God. God is his wild card of the year. Fancy, your voice changed. Praise <laughs> <Amazing laughs> the Lord. <laughs> Somebody God. had to put God in this and pass the ammunition. <laughs> so. Oh. <laughs> Now let's hope that right before we upload this, nothing major happens. In the no country. shit. Oh. oh well, luckily if it does, I can always cut it out probably. right before we the end. Thought the crisis was happening in Kentucky today. Yeah, it's no, it did like, happen. Is your family okay down in Kentucky? And we're like, shit, what's going on? We haven't watched the news. And it turned out this flood happened several weeks ago, and family never so mentioned not even it. A threat. But how? Like they didn't mention it ever. Yeah, did not mention it once, <laughs> but mentioned just random dumb stuff like a factory shutting down. Like I, I don't care about that. Uh, anyways, that kind of wraps us up for this episode. Uh, we do have more categories. It's going to be a two-episode split, so join us next time for the rest of our Maximum Faves. Maximum Faves. Maximum Faves. Something that starts with a C. Okay. 2017. No, no. No, no. No, no. No, no.